0: Welcome back to Duck Schmucks. Episode 24, the long awaited return. It's it's been a hot minute to say the least, everybody. 5 months is is a, a pretty hot minute. We're going to get right into this. I want to make this a decent decently sized podcast, but because it's also a solo run, uh, I just spilled the beans. Chris unfortunately has transferred schools. He will not be with us in person, but he will be with us in spirit and ideally I'll hopefully be able to get him in on some of the podcast episodes via Discord or Skype interview. That should be good. But I just want to do a uh, – this episode pretty much is just a recap kind of what's been going on last term and then also uh, a lot of music recommendations is pretty much what is going to be on uh, this episode. So last term I produced a web series with our good friend, uh, mutual friend of Chris and I. Ryan, who was actually on the episode twice uh, on the podcast twice, we talked about death grips for an episode, and then I, we had another one I believe where we hung out and talked, and it was a lot of fun. In my opinion, one of the best show, one of the one of the better shows that term, but thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a great time. Producing was not as difficult as it was the previous term because you know I didn't write it, and I, I got to focus more on the organizational aspect, which is what I liked. So it, it was a fun rewarding and, um, you know, just in general, uh, good time. And Ryan and I have gotten closer from that, so that was really cool. In addition to that, I'm looking to apply for the executive producer position for Duck TV. Shout out to DuckTV. Uh, if you guys don't know, that's the film-based kind of class that I'm taking where I help produce and direct and act and a bunch of stuff. And so the executive producer position is coming up and I'm trying to apply for that, which would be really cool. And uh, for those who are interested in knowing more about Duck TV, you can go to YouTube and type in Oregon Duck TV, I believe it is. Ooh, don't quote me on that. Not entirely sure. But with that out of the way, let's go right into music, I suppose. So first we're going to talk about my favorite albums of this year thus far. So this is going to go into my favorite to... I'm going to start with, like, we're going to start with The Peak, my favorite album thus far. So my favorite album... Technically, I guess it's a mixtape, but it's available on Spotify, so it's kind of an album. But it's called Hi, This is Flume Mixtape by the electronic artist Flume, which was released uh, almost a month ago, March 22nd, I believe. And this album is, ooh, whew, fantastic. Uh, it's not even been a month, and I've listened to songs. not Excuse me, not the whole album, but songs on the album over 800 times. I have this app. Uh, I definitely recommend anyone, everyone getting this app, if you have Spotify or even Apple Music. It's called Last FM it allows you to calculate all the songs you've listened to so you can see your weekly report monthly report or even like all-time report of how many how much songs you've listened to And my number one album that I've listened to is this album and it came out a month ago and I've listened to it over like 800 songs from it so this this new album is, is very contrary to his last album which came out in 2016 and it was called skin and it was very much a mainstream, electronic album kind of like edm album but this one strayed away from that a lot and took this experimental turn and if if anybody is familiar with the podcast you'll know i love experimental music i will not stop talking about death grips speaking of that i have a death grips powerpoint anyone wants to see that have you presented to them hit me up on uh i don't know twitter or instagram if you follow me on there whatever but back to this taken a very experimental, wouldn't say very, but a, a more experimental route with fluid transitions, fantastic and memorable features such as Sophie and JPEG Mafia, and definitely some of the best production I've heard from an electronic artist in a long time. It, it, it deviates and strays away from that mainstream electronic production, and it's it's just fantastic and there's also a visualizer like it's kind of a a film to complement the actual mixtape and you can get it on you can see it on youtube i highly recommend very pretty i think it takes place in australia where flume is from some of my favorite tracks from it are jewel voices featuring sophie in spring jewel i've listened to over like 120 times i think fantastic fantastic track that's my favorite one off the album and in my opinion if i had to rate it it would be a 9 out of 10 A solid 9 out of 10. Uh, The only lacking part is that some of the tracks are not as memorable but the reason that's not like a bad thing is because they play a key role as transition pieces so it's you know ideal scenario would be tracks that are memorable but also serve as transitions but I don't it's not too big of a deal that's why that's like the only real flaw I have. So next album I'm going to talk about is Morbid Stuff by Pup, which is a Canadian punk rock group, or more like pop punk group, uh, and that was released on April 5th. Uh, I haven't listened to any of their previous stuff, but Anthony Fantano, those who know me, I'm a huge fan of Anthony Fantano, The Needle Drop. He has a weekly track roundup every Sunday where he talks about his favorite tracks of the week, and he started talking about Pup and their singles that were being released leading up to this newest album. And I, I really enjoyed the singles. I'm not really a pop-punk fan at all, but I, I thought the, the singles were really, really good and catchy. And it's this aggressive, like, breakup album that has this morbid lyricism and, and fantastic instrumentation. And, and it had a really good change of pace. It wasn't just this whole, just very... Because it feels like a very, like, st- at least from what I understand about punk-pop, a very standard you know sounding album but there are good pieces that kind of take a break from that which is good like scorpion hail full-blown meltdown and city Uh, my favorite tracks off of it are definitely scorpion hail kids and sibling rivalry it's really good really good album and i highly recommend anyone who's interested in punk uh, check it out Uh, feeling definitely like a solid 8 out of 10 on that one really good album in the third and final album that I've been listening to, not as much recently, but initially when it came out, I think it was in February, Malibu Ken by Malibu Ken. Uh, so Malibu Ken actually is a two artists, uh, Aesop Rock and Tobacco, which Aesop Rock is a hip hop artist, I believe from the East Coast and Aesop, and, sorry, Tobacco is a like experimental producer, electronic artist, who I think was a part of the band Black Moth Super Rainbow don't know if that's entirely true. I know he's a part of it. He used to be a part of the band, um, but it's it's really good mixture of experimental production and also uh, these str- the strange lyricism from Aesop Rock. And anyone who knows Aesop Rock will know he has very weird, excuse me, cryptic lyricism. And it's overall, uh, I think it's a really good album because it has a nice aesthetic to it, sounding wise. But there are a few drawbacks. I find that there's not that many sticky hooks or choruses. The production though it is interesting it doesn't really do much to stand out in the grand scheme of things Uh, it's interesting you know comparative to a lot of mainstream hip-hop but within the album itself a lot nothing really there's nothing really that stand stands out Um, my favorite tracks are corn maze tuesday and suicide big gulp and it's probably like a a, a solid seven out of ten liked it i liked it i liked it a lot but definitely nowhere near as Maybe even give it feeling a six. Actually, I, I wrote down in my little um, outline that I it was feeling a seven, but maybe maybe a six because seven's just too close to eight. And and morbid stuff by Pop is is far better than this album. But if you do if you do like experimental production in hip hop, then I definitely recommend checking out Mile Ken. So now we're gonna go on to our my favorite singles, and boy oh boy, this is whew, do I have a lot to talk about? So. I got some... I, I was going to do five, but I think I'm just going to stick with four because I don't really have... The fifth one I put here is not really... I'm not super big on. So I'm just going to go with four. So first one is... Oh, I forgot we... So yeah, we try to make this podcast as like PG as, as possible, I'd say. I think we... If, if Chris ever did curse, I would always have to bleep it out in post. So this song is the F-word, just the standard F-word, um, like to say screw you, or also the F-word used to describe sex. Uh, just not going to say it because this is a podcast for all ages. But it's by Oliver Tree, for those who are familiar with Oliver Tree. He's like an indie pop, hip-hop artist. He's known for like being this meme. He's the dude with the bowl cut and the razor scooter. Uh, but it's this aggressive trap banger with like very minimalist... Angry lyrics, this this song. Uh, and I'm, I'm a big fan of it. I like Oliver Tree in general. Not a big fan of him and where he his image is going because it's getting now kind of annoying that he's just like this this meme icon. I don't know. It, it gets it, it, It's funny initially, but then it burns out quickly, and that's how I feel about all memes. But yeah, aggressive trap, banger, that I highly recommend. Um, next would probably be Unemployed by Tierra Whack. For those who do not know, Tierra Whack is a... Um, one of the leading female artists, I'd say, uh, up and coming at least. She's t- incredible rapper in, in general, and I'm super, super excited for her newest album. She's been dropping single after single, nothing really recently, but all of her singles have been really good. And this is probably going to be a hot take, but my least favorite song of hers is Only Child, which I know is, like, I think her number one most played song currently. And I don't know. I just... Not a big fan of it compared to her other stuff, but the song Unemployed by her is is really good. It's it's this upbeat hip-hop track with like a really really sticky chorus. That's one of the things I love about her is that I think all of her singles have just really sticky choruses, which is a great thing to have especially for hip-hop. And the next song is actually another tear-wax song that's my one of my favorite singles of this year thus far and that's Wasteland so it's a slower Tierra Whack song but it has like this this these beautiful vocals and these memorable lyrics and and you know as much as I like and respect Anthony Fantano's opinion on things him putting Unemployed and Wasteland in the meh section of the track listing the mediocre section was totally incorrect it wrong wrong it should have been in the best section the best tracks of the week because Unemployed and Wasteland are like my two favorite honestly by her currently even better than gloria even better than clones even better than only child so yeah come at me anthony and then the final song that i'm going to be talking about Ooh, this is anyone who is been talking with me at all remotely talking with me will know how much i praise this next song and it is Jailbreak the Tesla by Injury Reserve featuring Amine and oh my goodness this song is the banger of the year maybe even song of the year in my opinion and it only came out in March i'm telling you this is a experimental trap banger with the stickiest chorus i think i've like ever heard or at least of the year or maybe the past year like it it has fantastic unique production they they utilize all these samples from like cars specifically a tesla car the little chirping of like the 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 mirrors like turning and and the the tires screeching it sounds like someone's screaming it's it's fantastic and both verses are so memorable by both richie with a t and amine it's Absolutely fantastic I've listened to it over hundred eighty times and the song came out a month ago March 21st so I'm as you can tell I am a huge fan of the song and I cannot be more pumped for the new Injury Reserve album that's coming out soon it is going to be fantastic as long as they keep up with the tempo of their last three singles that they dropped which are gonna be on the new album Jailbreak the Tesla, "Drawbreaker" featuring Rico Nasty and, and I think is Kuona and Lime it's not Corona, it's something with a K, but I think it's a mixed drink, but yeah, all three of those, very good, I already pre-ordered the CD, probably if the album is as good as I'm hoping it will be, I'll hang it up in my room with my two Death Grips albums, but if you haven't heard Jailbreak the Tesla, get in a car, pull out your Spotify, turn your car to like, Three-fourths of the loudest volume you can get it at. Not full blast, but three-fourths of the way there. And just blast it. It is so good. So, yeah, that's going to be it for today's episode. Very short episode, but, you know, the solo episodes, I try to make them pretty short and concise. Shout-outs, I want to shout-out to Chris, my boy Chris. Hope you're doing well in California. You can follow, actually, the podcast at Schmucks on Twitter. We really need to bump that follower count up shoot it up at ducksmucks d-u-c-k-s excuse me c-h-m-u-c-k-s and if you guys want to watch me play video games on occasion and by on occasion i mean like maybe once every three months you can check out my twitch which is at g twitch.tv slash g and yeah thank you guys for listening and tuning in to this comeback episode return episode of duck schmucks hopefully we'll be making some more content soon but until then we're gonna hit you with the outro